0: Cue the cheesy podcast music. (laughs) Welcome to MegaFest. Where we don't just manifest, we MegaFest. I'm your host, Megs Malloy. I'm creating a community of silly and soulful working moms who are mostly happy, but know they're capable of more. More self-love. More self-esteem. More self-trust, more calm, joy, natural highs, more magic in the world, and more laughter. Each week, me and my guests will bring you tips and tricks on how to make the most of your one precious life. And we're going to make them effective and efficient because ain't nobody got time for that. I believe in you. I see the light in you. I want you to shine your light. I want you to become all that you're capable of. So let's hang out. Let's Megafest together. Episode 14. Thank you so much for being here. Can I just tell you how proud Grammy would have been of both of us? we're here doing our episode every week i'm publishing it you're listening this is a great thing i'm so proud of us that we've had some stick to way to go keep it up cutie Ooh. so about two months ago my husband took my kids ice skating for the very first time my four-year-old declan he had no interest whatsoever He did try it like a good trooper. He got out there. He went around the rink one time and he came back and wanted nothing else to do with it. And when he finally got his skates off and he was watching all the other people skating, he said, the ice does what it wants with you, which I thought was so, (laughs) so insightful. He really personified the ice and it felt like it had total control over his movements, which just tickles me because today on the episode, Jenna brings this analogy to her life circumstances at this moment. She feels as if she was plopped right in the middle of an ice skating rink. Her ass is on the ice. It's freezing. She can't feel her cheeks. And she's trying to figure out how to get up, how to work the single blades that are on her feet, how to move forward. And then finally, how to do twirls and do it effortlessly, have it be second nature. But When you are put in a life circumstance that completely knocks you on your ass, throws you right out of your comfort zone, makes you learn all kinds of new things that you never had to think about before. And you might not even be a fan of that. You might feel like the ice is pushing you around, but Jenna has taken so much care and Time and effort in healing and growing and being intentional about how she takes these circumstances and shapes her life moving forward. So, even though she might feel like she's stuck in the middle of an ice skating rink and doesn't know how to ice skate right now, she is moving in the right direction. And I wanted to bring her on to share that story with you to remind us that we all have hard things, we all have hardships. Circumstances that just suck, that throw us on our ass, make us feel like we're victim to the ice. But it's all about how do you talk to yourself? How do you get yourself up again? And Jenna provides us with some updates on things that she talked about in episode two when she was here last. I don't want to spoil any surprises, so you'll just have to listen to the episode, but it's very exciting for Jenna. The word of the day today in this episode is bountiful. Yeah. When I think of bountiful, I think of abundance, large in quantity, giving generously, unremitting giving and providing. You could think of a bounty as something that's given generously, great kindness and willingness to give. Although Jenna did a great job using bountiful... We also could have had so many other words in this episode, like evolution. We talk about how you need to evolve in order to get up off the ice and start skating. And the word transmute. I had never heard this word before, but she picked the perfect word for taking her ketubah and turning it into something even more sacred and and serving for the higher good. What a gal. You're going to want to hear that story. It's quite incredible. So without further ado, I am so excited to have back to the studio, our dear friend, Jenna Jake. Yay! Hey,
1: Jenna! Hey, Thanks, so great to see you. Yeah, this is just like, uh, you get home from a hard day. It's like, ah, uh, that's what this
0: feels like. <laughs> a homecoming. Coming homecoming. A
1: homecoming. With you.
0: Yay. Yay! I know. I know. I just had to talk to you again on the show because yeah. our conversations are always so bountiful. Yes. And,
1: <laughs> excuse you? I forgot. <laughs> um, yes, I, they are so bountiful. I love that. And then. <laughs> so, Stomach, so that that sound uh, (laughs) behind me turning inside me
0: is giving your body the wrong idea. Oh yeah, it's sort of like come out and play. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, you can just pass gas. We'll never know. (laughs) Just say bountiful and then get gas. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. Everything flies here. That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm
1: not saying that word because now I'm afraid something's going to (laughs) slip.
0: But it's all fair game. Oh, my face hurts oh, already. My, my face, face hurts.
1: The day could be very tricky.
0: War <laughs> in the word of the day when you're gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, oh, keep it going.
1: <laughs> hilarious. But anybody needed a laugh right now. I hope that yes.
0: works <laughs> My grade. face hurts. <laughs> already it's
1: like 30 seconds
0: i know i know laughter really is the best medicine it's The magic
1: of us like one of these days we are doing a podcast together we are doing it
0: oh right 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 yeah well i'm like today we're doing a podcast together yes that, what we you mean like, like, one that we do like every
1: week together
0: that's regularly. really i would love to do that yeah me yeah. too Me too,
1: self-help junkies, or what is it called? Yeah, self-help junkie. And then we would report back on what what we learned. Yes, I love it. Yesterday I did a Dolores Cannon thing about putting your order in, you know, but Mm -hmm. don't forget the details. Like if I'm looking for a man and I'm like, he's hot, he's got washboard abs, blue eyes, olive skin, whatever I want, I have to remember to say, single. The man's gotta be single. <laughs> There's no word, duh, when it comes to the universe, you can't be like, duh, of course I wanted single. You have to stay single. Yeah. And lives near you, maybe. Lives near me. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't put that in my order. Okay. Add that to the order. <laughs> well, actually, he had his own jet, so I didn't really worry about it. I love that. Yes. Yes. Really about his locale, because he, he's a jet setter. Right.
0: I know a woman who does have a jet setter boyfriend, so it's out there. It's a thing? You got to go to Aspen.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Aspen, Colorado. Go where the rich jet setters are, and then you will meet one.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's the key. That's true. I got to leave Jersey. I got to go to Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty rich town, but you know what? Whatever the universe wants for my highest good, I'm here. It knows.
0: I love it. You're opening your receiving hole. Yeah. I just
1: Speaking of opening my receiving (laughs) hole... (laughs) Oh, wow, um, <laughs> the, the the word of the day, it's just all swirling around. Um, I got my own bank account. So, so now, yes, I have a place. So when I talk about my book that's coming out or anything else, my courses, whatever I'm doing, I have a place where people can actually send money.
0: Yay, that is huge.
1: That's a big, that's a big detail. Yeah, Soul Street Steph. Community Account is now open and ready for business. So put money in it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So, give us an update on your children's book. It's. I, it's, I think it's more of a spiritual book. <gasps> the purpose by Jenna. <gasps> oh my god, I love it! Yeah. Anybody wants a copy, send me an email. It's so tiny. Jenna Jake at Gmail. But you know the purpose of life, and there's my my protagonist, Sammy. So, Sammy, I'll just give you. I won't read, but I'll give you the gist. So, Sammy's sitting on this hill, just. Really present, very mindful in nature. And Sammy wants to know, you know, noticing how all the animals are just doing their thing. They're in their groove ha- and how happy they seem. And Sammy wants to know how happy, How I want to be happy like that, too. And so out of nowhere, it becomes this voice that says, you can't be that happy. So there's this dialogue now between the voice and Sammy. Wow, um, I love the the illustrations. They're beautiful, aren't they? This woman did such a great job. Sammy learns to understand because they serve their purpose, that's why they're so happy. So Sammy's trying to figure out what is Sammy's purpose. Basically, it's like, what do you do naturally? What do you love to do? You know, What is that thing that just calls to you, that just lights you up? What's your purpose? And so they they have a conversation. And then at the end, Sammy's like, oh, what I love to do, that's my purpose. So then I could be happy like those birds and... And at the end sammy gets it like just the light goes off and sammy is so happy
0: <laughs> so happy sammy is oh oh wow what yeah, great, so a great illustrations book about,
1: like, a spiritual book about like what is your purpose and you have to go on this little journey with sammy to figure out what your purpose is
0: oh congratulations yeah. jenna yeah, so exciting. Hey oh what what a what a soulgasm what a great thing some right yeah yeah, so
1: I'm looking forward to selling a lot of these books, really mostly just getting my message out about the purpose so anybody wants one, send me an email jenna jake at gmail dot com they got it from megafest they give me a mega the code megafest I'll give them a special price of 1499
0: awesome just 15 bucks 15 bucks you a good deal
1: right there it's a great oh. great book you know like a great Valentine's book you could save it for Christmas for next year whatever it'll be a good message next year
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it really is timeless it's know. a timeless message it is such a, such a beautiful book it really is and that's what I sort of really wanted at this go into this special this world this dream world and you figure out what is your purpose?
0: Yeah, because I think everybody is really seeking that, right? Kathy Heller always says happiness is not the opposite of depression. Purpose is the opposite of depression. Say
1: that. And so, what I think is interesting because we're just talking about this idea of ice skating. Because I was saying about in my divorce situation, I feel like my ex led me to the middle of the ice and dropped me in the middle of the ice, and I couldn't skate. It was like, bye, go learn to skate, have a nice life, (sighs) right? And so. How is that getting up onto the ice and learning to skate and falling down and, you know, it's cold and hard when you fall on the ice, it's very unforgiving, but eventually I'm going to get up and get on, you know, skate around. What does that have to, let's connect that to my purpose. Is that part of my purpose?
0: Well, now you're kind of forced into that
1: purpose. Right. But that changed my, that changed my purpose, which makes it an interesting conversation. But either way, I'm destined to be bountiful because I'm going to be better and stronger than ever <laughs>
0: Yes, you are, you are destined to be bountiful. Where are you in that process of being in the middle of the ice skating rink? And I talked about this on my podcast. My podcast is Soul Streaker
1: Podcast. I'm doing a season two Dow of Divorce. You can find it wherever there's podcasts. I had a day with him where I, and I didn't expect to be in the same room with him where I had signed off on the house, my beach house that I loved. I sold that, the business that we own together, that I sacrificed 10 years of my life. He owns now the majority of it. I still own a little bit, he owns, so I signed off on that. And the marriage, and it was like, he was like zip, 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 and I signed off. You know, it was like the first one went, the second one, and then the marriage was last, and I looked at him like 25 years of my life. You know, I took it very seriously, and it was, felt like this tremendous loss. So I'm kind of still reeling from that, and I feel like I'm on the ice, like on the ground, you know, left me. I fell wet. I'm cold. My butt is free. You know, my butt, I can't even feel my butt cheeks anymore. (laughs) Bountiful. my butt is so numb. I might not even know. Um, I'm just laying there wet and cold, like watching the skaters, watching the skaters. And I'm going to try to like get on my knees and just, if I can stand in my skates, it's a good day for me. Yes. Essentially, I'm going to push off. And I may fall a million times, but eventually I'm going to skate.
0: You definitely are. That's the only
1: way off the ice. You've got to learn to skate. You've got to learn to skate.
0: Outside of the metaphor, it's learning to live on your own. Yeah. Or
1: learning to live on my own for the first time. I don't have, you know, you always had that net of like your parents. I don't have that anymore. Or, you know, my ex, I don't have that. I don't have it. And So yeah, it's like, I'm really on my own here for the first time. Like I got to figure out my retirement plan and my budgeting and, and now I got to go, okay, I need extra money. I'm going to go get a job. while my business is booming, which it's going to start doing, you know, things like that. And then I'm mom and dad to my kids. And then there's nobody to like do the dishes and the laundry and like, you know, walk the dog, it all falls on me, all of it. Yeah. So you got to like, you know, when it was like my ex worried about brought in most of the money or, or the business we worked together, but he did like the lion's share of like the heavy lifting of the business. I worked really hard in that business too. I wasn't worried about everything. He had his chairs that he worried about. Now I worry about everything and I handle everything. So it's it's a change. It's overwhelming sometimes.
0: So how do you talk to yourself during well, these moments? Like how
1: do you get up off the ice, right? Grief goes through a process. You know, uh, Elizabeth Keebler-Ross has the five stages of grief and this morning I was angry, but I don't stay there long because you're not getting off the ice like that. You know, whatever you're going to do, well, you're going to bring more of. So I get up at 5 in the morning. I'm doing my journaling, my meditations, my affirmations, and those affirmations are your anchors that you can keep doing this. So it's whatever that conversation you're having with yourself, that is that's the outcome right there. So it's just this constant conversation of, you got this, you can do this, you're going to do better than ever. I started Googling this morning songs. Thank you for leaving me. And I'm going to do a podcast episode. Thank you for leaving me. (laughs) It's not that he left me so much, quote unquote, but at the same time, part of me feels that way. And so it's like, you're out of the picture, regardless of the circumstances, and I'm going to do so much better without
0: you. Yes.
1: Thank you you for forcing me into this, into the middle of the
0: ring, because- this challenge that I had to get myself off, best thing for me. Absolutely. Well, I love how you're incorporating gratitude into yeah. the process. That's how you're gonna start skating because if you stay dead in those lower energies, you're not
1: getting off the ground. It's just gonna, you're gonna create overwhelm for yourself. Right. Right, mm-hmm. you wanna get up, you wanna be excited to get off the ice. You wanna be excited to stand. That's the goal. That's definitely the goal. Yeah. Up to me to create that. That's step one.
0: Exactly. And that's what you had mentioned on the podcast last time you were visiting was that it's up to you how you change. You were kind of forced into this change and it's up to you. Right. I get get to create this,
1: whatever this is. Yeah. And what I want it to look like.
0: You and I often talk about the superfoods of the soul and the Forgiveness and gratitude are the king and queen of...
1: Yeah, I did, a, on January 1st, I did a rebirth ceremony. If you want me to go into the whole story, I will. I
0: would love to hear about a rebirth
1: ceremony. When you get married in Judaism, you have a piece of paper called the ketubah, which is like in Jewish law, this contract that you signed. For the longest time, I wanted to burn it, <laughs> burn that thing, let it go in smoke, like I'm done with, you know, the marriage... And burn it. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to just like let it float down a river and like kind of waste away or whatever. And then I said, you know what? I was born on 123 in the morning. I'm like, here I am. It's 123, January 2023. And here I am starting a new life. Like, that's not a coincidence. That's just great. You know, I'm like, I have to seize that moment. So on New Year's Day, I decided I'm going to let the universe take over this process. I didn't know what I was going to do with this ketubah, but I, got the urge to read it and I read it and it really it is a document of protection for the wife that the husband is obligated to support her I love that and I was like you know what this is a document of protection I don't want to destroy it I want to transmute its energy and make it a document of protection for me because it's a sacred piece of paper you know it's got it's beautiful It's got pictures and you know Hebrew writing all over it. So I decided to transmute whatever that was. So I decided I went, I have a big bathtub in my bathroom. I took a bath. It was like this kind of water ritual kind of
0: bathing, cleansing.
1: Cleansing. And then I took a shower and then the universe said, wear white. I was like, okay, I'm gonna put white on. I knew I wanted, I was like, where am I gonna go with this? I'm in Princeton. And so when we I got married from this rabbi that was the rabbi of Princeton University at the uh, the Jewish Center on the campus of Princeton University. And so I actually googled the address and I knew where it was but somehow I, I it like took me out of Princeton I'm like did it move like I couldn't find it and I knew like at 123 p.m. when I was born I wanted to be doing this this thing this this ritual was going to start at 123 p.m. And so I'm driving it's like 118 or something, I'm way out of my way. And I'm like, okay, universe knows what it's doing. But when I grew up here as a kid, there's like, as you're going down the main highway, you get off the main highway and you go into Princeton, there's like this, all these arch trees. When you're little and you're looking in the back, you know, when you're little, you look up and you just see these trees and that's how you know. So it was weird because, but I got out of town, ended up in some random parking lot. And then I was freaking out. I'm like, I know where this place is. Forget the map quest. And as I was coming back into Princeton, it was 123, but it was like I was arriving there for the first time. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? It was like yeah. I was re-entering, and it was like, okay, universe, you did know what you were doing.
0: Ah,
1: the trees were like over me, and it just like brought me back, like rebirth as a new person. I love it. Oh my and God, I the the center for Jewish life on campus, I found you know I found I, and where's where I thought it was, and I was had been looking for something green because it was heart chakra, and I had been looking for a green candle, couldn't find a green candle, but I had this like, somebody had gotten me a gift, and I had this, it looked like a big sweet tart green. It was in my bathroom, and it was um, essential oil shower steam smelly thing that you put in your shower. I took that and I like rubbed it on the. Tuba and I, I want to read, I wrote the most beautiful piece that I like literally did not write. And it was just the most beautiful sentiment of like letting go that I, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Who's writing this? Because I know it's not me. You ever have that experience where you're like, just uh, like
0: not you that's writing it. I know you do because you are a, an amazing channeler.
1: I wrote, you are released with love. We were released with love. The unconditional love that was promised. You are forgiven and set free to live the life for the highest good of all. I, too, am set free to live my best life to the highest good of all. May our love for all beings and things of this earth and the universe grow. Much appreciation of you and our sacred contract and the lessons that you have taught me. May you be divinely protected on your road and always feel loved. I return you and our former relationship And I said to this rabbi, to the rabbi that married us, who unfortunately had died in a very strange accident, may he watch over us and bless us. May our marriage be a blessing and may our relationship be transmuted to the highest good of all. May this document be transmuted to a document of divine protection for all that encounter it. Um, May we move on guided by peace forever and ever. Amen. May our love flow like a river never ending, showing showing up in all forms. And then I took that green thing and I put it in water there was a big lake around me and then it was just sort of like that it was just transmute into like love for all that this love that we shared together may be transmuted just for the love of everything yeah and I was like and I sent him a text I was like you are forgiven and released
0: wow wow way to make the ketubah bountiful (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> you really did. You went from wanting to burn it and destroy it to. The universe to... was just
1: like, yeah, let's transmute this thing. This is a th- divine. So I'm going to dress it up. I'm going to in white, you know, and put something on it and just have it as an article of divine protection for myself. I just, I transmuted the document.
0: Wow. That is a great. All of this
1: on the back of it.
0: Awesome. Wow. Good forgiveness, Jenna. And you're, you're so good at, at processing your emotions. Oh, okay. that is metabolizing your, your trauma, right? Yes. The, all the things that you're going through, you're processing them and you have very good emotional gut health.
1: Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm not saying, like I said, I don't have my days. Like for whatever reason today I woke up and I was angry and then, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's be, let's have anger just run its thing. But that's the thing, you know, I don't have to let it take over my whole day. It can just sort of have its moment and you don't have to listen to it. You know, the things just can just kind of show up and be in the background and not take you hostage, which is my new way, favorite way of doing meditations. of just like letting all the thoughts come and watching them come and go and just observing them and not getting hooked into it.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: You're never going to stop the world. You're never going to control what's going on outside of you, but you can control how much it bothers you because that's where the peace is inside of you. This peace is not ever, ever in your circumstance.
0: Absolutely. Kind of like what Michael Singer says in The Untethered Soul about, you know, you can build these protections around you, but really the thing is removing the trigger and um, just awareness is the the start of all. Good things.
1: I find that when I'm complaining now, I catch myself a lot. You've been working on that one for a while. It's not helping. And I couldn't sleep the other night. And I was like, you can continue to complain about your circumstances, but it just, have it just be what it is. You don't have to like it, you know, and I wasn't even about my relationship, but same thing, you know, I'm going through this time. I don't have to like it. I just accept it as it is and just keep it moving. Just try to like, enjoy the journey as much as you can. This is the reality of what it is. What's Where's the gift and how can I make this better? Or, you know, thank you for this
0: circumstance. You're definitely having such a positive attitude about it. Yeah, thank you. Even though you might, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have anxiety. And sometimes it just feels like, you know, like we both weight lift weights, it's like this, ah, this heavy lift. But you got to build the muscles. Yeah. Um, Do you ever feel like you've been left on the ice? Have you had that feeling?
0: you have to stand up on your own? Not in a long time, but I can see how when a relationship changes like that, I can completely empathize with what you're going through and imagine what it would be like for myself. I don't wanna go through it because yeah. I see how hard it is, but it, but I think you're handling it like a champ.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that.
0: The only thing I can compare it to is this very measly sort of example of when I went on vacation without Carter and I brought this high schooler who I was mentoring and we were going to Boston. We're going to look at all the colleges around there because she thought she wanted to go to school on the East coast. So it was just me and her and I was the one in charge. And I, and you know, like you, I chose somebody who likes to be in charge, right? They, they want to make all the decisions and, we cater to their decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, so without having the decision maker there, it was all up to me. And that was a very foreign feeling. And And I really, I, I wouldn't say I handled it very well. Yeah. I kind of floundered, you know, it was like the first night we got there, we had taken a red eye and uh, we got to the Airbnb and the mattress was from the 1700s I was like I know Boston is an old city but like can we please get a good mattress all up in here and so I didn't sleep for like 24 hours and I just went absolutely insane and I was like I'm out of here I cannot stay in this Airbnb anymore so I got us in a hotel and that mattress was horrible and and so I It just, it was like, you know, and then deciding like, what were we going to do and making sure she was happy and um, it it all, you know, dealing with my own anxieties about being a people pleaser and just all these things, you know, I I, that was the only thing that comes to mind with like being on the ice or, you know, maybe like being a new mom where you're just completely thrown on your ass, like totally out of your element, not knowing what you're doing, totally tired, exhausted, and your body is trying to heal, your hormones are all crazy, and you gotta keep this little being alive and they can't tell you what they need. So um, it just, I mean, that for me, those are two examples of maybe how I felt like I was in the middle of the ice skating rack. And you you really do just have to have faith that day by day, you're gonna be able to do the twirls eventually. and Yeah, eventually hiking. you're gonna be
1: like an Olympic skater, you know? Yeah, so you comfortable. Like, I'm on the ice now, I'm learning to skate, and this is, it's gonna get fun.
0: Eventually this is gonna be fun. Making it sort of uh, a game along the way, which is enjoying the journey, which is sort of like, uh, goes back to my, my word for this year, which is curious, you know, and that sort of takes the pressure off. It's sort of like, well, what would happen if I did this? You know, you're not attached to the outcome. You're just trying things.
1: Yeah. And it, there's no way, wrong way to do it. Right. There's not, you know, just try new different things. I, yeah, I took a class last night on retirement for women. You know, I'm just doing different things.
0: So awesome. Yeah. You're definitely not wallowing. And no, maybe there are
1: moments you, of wallow, but are moments of wallow, you know, or crying, but. Yeah, I don't want to stay there too long because I can do this. It just, it's just, gonna take a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are definitely going through a renaissance. Yes.
1: Yeah. Was the Dark Night of the Soul? Is that what they call it?
0: Yeah, but I think you're. you're yeah. sort of, Yeah. Dawn is coming.
1: You've only known me going through this. You didn't know me before this.
0: I know. Yeah, yeah. that's so crazy to think you about, can't isn't you? it? To because
1: you don't have the like. Married version of me. How would you compare? You know, it's funny. I tell this story. If you talk to me in two thousand three, this was like my inner circle. Literally, the people my ride or dies. Right, my mom. This this woman that I was friends with. That she had a son with special needs. Um, and I had a daughter with special needs. So we were very close over that. And then my ex, my ex was my world. uh He had an aunt and uncle that were like my favorites. And these was my inner circle. And I was like. If I lost one of these people, that would be devastating to me. So as time went on, you know, this just goes to show. So I I sort of had a falling out with this woman, and, like, we stopped being friends. And then my mom started getting older and becoming demented, and she's fallen off now. I have a relationship with her, but she's completely demented. Mm -hmm. Then we had a falling out um, with the aunt and uncle. They are gone, and now I'm getting divorced. Like, I could not have fathomed losing one of those people they're all gone. I'm
0: wow, not any of them anymore?
1: That thought would have put me over the edge in t- two thousand
0: three. Jeez, Jenna, that is remarkable. Here I am twenty <laughs> yeah.
1: years. Later. Wow, is it twenty years? Wow. Yeah, 20 years later. Like, yep, all gone,
0: and it's just like I'm okay. I'm still breathing, getting up, getting strong. What an inspiration you are. Me, so thank you. But to go through so many challenges, yeah, really, and and to really. Take the time and care to honor what's happened, your feelings, be you know, do the work. You're doing the work and and you're taking such good care of yourself.
1: I do appreciate that. And you know, I have a alter ego I call Micah, my kids advocate. And Micah's just like fearless and I'm so good when it comes to my kids, and I'm sure you are too, like, There's just nothing we won't do. I was, my daughter with special needs, like, I wanted to get her into this program, and it was impossible to get her in, and my insurance company needed to pay for it, and they were refusing, so I was, like, appealing it, and it wasn't, I was just, like, I'm getting her in here, and then I wasn't going to stop coming at them until I got her in, which I just did. I'm, like, that, there's a warrior there, and it's, I so see it with my children when it comes to them, it's, like, chewing on, like like leather belts. I don't know. It's like, I'm crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, you know, when it comes to myself, I need to like, find that mic, you know, find that mica. Where's our inner, like, where's your mica? You know, where's your advocate for yourself? But she's there. So it's like, I know she can serve me as well.
0: Absolutely. And she does. She does. She
1: does. Yeah. I don't see it as much, but I know she, that strength, like relentless strength is inside. Not only me, I'm everybody. You know, and it's like, how do you reach that person? How do you get to that that person? And why is it so, like, so much easier to do it for somebody else than ourselves? I it love wasn't. how
0: you battled the insurance company and you- Oh my God. I was coming
1: at them so many hard, so, hard, so many different ways. I already had filed a complaint with the division of insurance and finance. I, w- I had found the CEO on LinkedIn, okay, of my insurance company and reached out to him. Like there was no way that I wasn't getting this done. Awesome, oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I'm like I'm like chewing on a leather. I'm like a crazy animal. That is in me and it's just
0: like, bring it out for yourself. This is an awesome episode of MegaFest, but I'm just gonna call a quick Tio to tell you about the Soulgasm Society. My mission is to create a community of supportive and uplifting women who want to know how to make their one short precious life all the more joyful, add in some play and celebration, and learn the science behind how do you make your brain happy, all the techniques on how to calm your nervous system, and how to not fly off the mommy hamster wheel, because You can't all stop working and you can't really get rid of your kids for more than two weeks. you got to deal with it. And the best way to make your life happy is from the inside out. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your kids. They will see a difference. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And there is so much truth to that. So the Soulgasm Society is your answer. Come join us. You can click the link in the bio of my Instagram or the link in the show notes. I can't wait to have multiple simultaneous soulgasms with you. All right, now back to MegaFest.
1: Even like somebody like you that's married, well, you know, eventually your relationship's going to end somehow, right? Like because both of you should be like a million years old, but you know, somebody's going to like my aunt just lost her husband. He was ninety. She's on her own. Like, you've got to get used to that eventually.
0: That's one thing that we learned at uh, going to an all-girls Catholic school. They were like, look, you know, nothing is for sure. You need to be an independent woman. Yeah. And really learn to take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, of, you know, because then you're not trying to get something from somebody. You're making choices because you want to be with that person and not out of need. You know, yes. You're not making an ego-filled choice or a fear-filled choice, right. which I'm guilty of, guilty of doing. I've done made choices out of fear, a lot of choices out of fear, and I'm not going to do that again.
0: What are you going to make choices out of? Out of
1: just because I want somebody in my life because I want them in my life, or I want to do this thing because I want to do this thing, and it's not because I'm afraid or I don't want to be alone or whatever. Because it lights you up. Right, because it lights you up. Cause it feels good to your soul. Like, you know, I'm going to go to the Buddhist temple on Sunday or whatever it is because that's what I want to do. Awesome. Are you really? Yeah, I am. I'm going to go to services Friday night in the Buddhist temple Sunday. I'll be like bookends of religion for the weekend. (laughs) Good for you. Again with religion. Yeah. I love, I love the Buddhism is helping. It's, it's helping me. It was kicking in when I was really upset and uncomfortable last weekend. And it was like, you're going to complain or you're just going to kind of like be mindful and then change the story that you're telling yourself. Like, this really works. It's not malarkey. And I had so much more fun when I decided to get on the program of changing my story. Isn't that the truth? Now like, that God is everything. That I am going to now let go of this train that I'm on. Like, And Michael Singer's right. Like, I'm the only one in here. I'm bothering myself. The circumstances are not bothering me the voice is bothering me. I'm controlling the voice. Like I'm the only one listening to this voice. So I'm going to choose to not listen to it and tell it and tell myself something
0: else. Very good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I learned this just recently or was reminded of this just recently where it's kind of like tapping, but I don't even know where the tapping points are. But if you speak to yourself in that way of tapping, like, I might be feeling this way now, but I know that my new story is whatever, whatever. I did um episode on tapping. So. Okay. Well, I'll have to listen to that one too.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Jenna, is- do you have a word for 2023 or a mantra or a focal point?
1: I'll steal Sonia Riccati I'll give her a shout out. I, I've been enjoying her. She did a documentary, Unsinkable. I like that. Unsinkable. Okay. And that this is your year for rebirth. Yeah. This is my year of rebirth. Started on January 1, 123. It was like, I started prior, but yes, 123. I was like, I rolled back into town, a new person. The past is released and forgiven. May it be transmuted to go to the highest good of all. And that's just what I want. I just want people around me in a relationship for the high the highest good of all that may all my relationships be for the highest good of all. That's why I think this conversation is so special because you and I together, I think are for the highest good of, of everybody around us.
0: Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And that's why I'm so grateful that you're here, your knowledge, your experience, the things that you are doing and have learned when you share those with other people, it gives us permission to, not hold on to the stories that we're telling ourselves and to choose to have a a better life. Right. It's like, like you're a bad movie
1: maker. Like you're making a horror movie. Why? Why? You're making up a story, like make up a good story.
0: Yeah. Makes sense to me. Geez.
1: Well, it's only taken me years and years of doing this every day for it to finally be sinking in. But I will say Michael Singer, I will give you a shout out. His work has impacted me, I think the most in terms of just being able to apply it quickly but yeah it finally is like after years and years of practicing all of this all the time every day yeah <laughs> it's sinking well, in finally
0: yeah well if you think of it like uh, bodybuilding you know yeah. uh, the body you want is really like 5 to 10 years down of of you know weekly daily choices that you're making so so you are you are on your on your way the change does not come like huge change. It's chipping away
1: at it, chipping away at it, chipping away at it. Yeah. So don't you know people don't get discouraged if you're not making huge changes, but to chip away at your progress. That's why I think journaling's so good, right? Because you see where you were, and then you could see where you where you are. Or like, yeah, you know what? I, I didn't know this was going to happen, and now this has happened, and I'm so grateful because you're in a field of of infinite possibility
0: and bountiful
1: and bountiful.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, that movie, I don't know if you
1: saw that movie You've Got Mail where she shut has to shut down her store and Jean Stapleton says closing the store is the brave thing to do because you dare to have a different life I just wow.
0: love mine in that movie Yes absolutely oh my gosh Wow You've Got Mail <laughs> Great movie <laughs> With Meg Ryan right? Yeah and Tom Hanks Oh, my gosh. What an oldie but a goodie. Yes. Love that movie. So if you haven't seen that, you want some inspiration, go
1: see, you, you know, Rent You've Got Mail. Or find it streaming somewhere. Rent. <laughs> it's just, like, showing how Go to old.
0: Blockbuster. Yeah. Check it
1: out. <laughs> That's how Netflix started, remember? With videos. I do. It's a company that, with, that changed with the times, right? They were a vid- they're doing videos. And then they kind of went, you know what? We're going to change with the time. So be Netflix, people. Yes.
0: Evolve. <laughs> See evolve. where the next thing is. Yeah. yeah Get off the ice, boy. <laughs> they definitely learned to skate. They definitely learned to skate. Yeah. Yeah. And what would we do without Netflix, really, at this point now? <laughs> right? Everybody's addicted to Netflix now. And they, yeah. they
1: just continue to evolve with the times. They, you know, and they never were like, Here's another lesson: like, don't be so like Kodak was too big for its britches. Like, we're Kodak. Well, they're gone. You know, evolve. Let like, go of oh, the past. Change. You know, we're just in constant change. So that's hopeful. It's helpful for me. I hope it's helpful for everyone else.
0: I love it. Love, love you. you. Oh, Jenna, thank you. Any any other parting words that you have? You know what?
1: Just love yourself because you're amazing just the way you are, and the universe made you special for a reason. And you have so much. To give my new favorite thing now is i ha- i don't know people aren't enjoying it as as much as i'm enjoying it but i have these little coins and i'm writing like you are divinely protected may god be with you you know like this is the answer to your prayers and i'm giving them out to people some people are really enjoying it and so it's just like when you're feeling bad just figure out a way to get like to give to people that you made a difference to somebody and that'll like turn that frown upside down
0: I'm I'm in a thousand percent agreement with you and, so and as you were saying that uh, a hummingbird came just in oh, my view so on my patio yeah
1: yeah so that's my way of just spreading abundance I yeah love it. yeah so hopefully one day you know what I'll have real coin I'll give people out real coins
0: yes you will share your bounty I will share my bounty <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> awesome. well this is so
1: delightful thank you this is I'm feel I feel medicated megan <laughs> <laughs> I got my dose. So thank you very much. Oh,
0: me too, Jenna. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Aren't we so proud of Jenna for publishing your book and having the physical thing right there? Oh, so exciting. Such a soulgasm. I'm really, truly so excited for you, Jenna. So go show Jenna some love on Instagram, jenna.jake or on her website, jennajake.com. She said if you email her and tell her that you heard about her book on MegaFest, she will send you a link to purchase a book for only $15. And that really is kind of at cost. So such a deal, as Grammy would say, Jenna is showing you her bounty. Yeah. And if you want to hear more Megafest episodes, if you have an idea for a topic, a question for me, please reach out to me, leave a review. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you like, what you want to hear more of, and how I can serve you. Because even though I love talking about personal development, it really makes no difference unless I share it with somebody else. And hopefully, it's helping you too. I'm committing to do 14 more episodes. In fact, I'm excited to get to 54 episodes, which will happen on October, Friday the 13th. And I can't wait because I'm gonna throw the biggest, badassest Studio 54 party when I get to 54 episodes. So you are on this journey with me. Tell me, what do you like? What do you wanna hear more of? What questions do you have? What problems do you need help with? And we'll talk about it. I mean, not talk about you, but we'll talk about my best tips and tricks to help you. So make sure you phone home and let me know. Thank you for listening. You are the best. And remember, don't just manifest, mega-fest!